The following audio was recorded during a meeting of the Department of Offense. It is not suitable for children, the easily offended, or anyone with actual taste. You have been warned. Jane Goodall motorboating a gorilla's floppy milk. I would make a lot of rectangles. I could never do squares right. We all had to put pants on this week because you're here. And now it's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 79 of the Department of Offense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me, as always, is Carlos. Ah, uh, you remember when we had the good old episode of 69? Yeah. This is way better than 79. Fun. It was. And you're in the wrong seat, Carlos. Those people watching on video can clearly see that Carlos is sitting in the wrong spot. He's sitting next to me. Actually, it looks... Look at... Miles looks so alone over in that corner of the table. He's just all alone. <laughs> Cheers, motherfuckers. <laughs> I, I gotta... I get... And Eric just can't be seen. No, I think I need I'll, to modify that a little bit. All you can see is the shine on the back of my head. <laughs> <laughs> you can see your head, like, yeah. poking up on the... And, and you can kind of see his arms. <laughs> He's All just right. a disembodied voice. So yeah, joining me as well is Miles, Matt, and Eric. Hello. Howdy. We just did that real quick. So That's Carlos, cool. uh, what have you been up to this week besides sitting in the wrong spot? Well, as always, <laughs> I like to sit in the wrong spot. It's a, it's a pastime of mine, really. Keeping us all on our toes. I like to go to Raising restaurants. Raising my blood pressure before the show. It's great. I love it. Just love it, Carlos. I like to go to restaurants and sit in the wrong spots and start sitting at other people's tables and like <laughs> just joining, eating off their plates. Oh, look, a French fry. I used to do that in some of my smaller math classes uh, during college. Eat the I'd French just, fries? No, I'd sit in a different spot every day. It used to start to piss people off. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I'm assuming you're talking about stuff besides uh, sitting in the yes. seats that I'm not supposed to sit that's in. That, well, that's what I said. I said, what have you been up to besides that? Don't well, even listen to me anymore, I've Carlos. just been doing some reading. Then uh, I keep meaning to watch uh, Orange is New Black, but I've only I still only seen the first episode of it. Really? Yeah. Get on it. It's very, very good. Yeah. What about uh, season two of Hemlock Grove? Have you started that yet? I've not. Me either. Me neither. It's going to be me too neither. weird. I, I don't know how much I can handle weird right now. Well, I, I think it's one of those shows that you need to watch with a group of people so you can all make fun of it as it's going on. Yeah, maybe. Though the special effects were really good last year. I really enjoyed the... Uh, the, the, the changing of the yeah, wolf. Yeah, the wolf changing. Yeah. That was pretty cool. It's going to be creepy for sure. Super creepy. <laughs> Super creepy. <laughs> and bizarre and... Yeah. Yes. Though That should just be the tagline. Super creepy and bizarre. <laughs> that, that's I don't know bad. about the creepy part. Just say bizarre. No, it was kind of creepy. Yeah, so-so. Kind of creepy and bizarre. And full of incest. <laughs> there was a ridiculous amount of incest. <laughs> kind of creepy and, and bizarre and full of incest. A- and vampires going down on girls. Like, it was a whole yeah, it was ordeal. A whole thing. The incestful, creepy, bizarre show. Woo! Game of Thrones. Miles, what have you been up to? Uh, actually, I've just been preparing to move. Oh, yeah? Where are you moving? I am moving on the other side of town. Closer to this side? Past this side. I'm I'm going to be living up behind McDonald's. Oh, okay. Uh, yes. yeah. The apartments okay. over there you're talking. Cool. About. Yeah, the apartments are actually really really nice. That's a that's a that's a much shorter meandering than where you are now to and, work. And you know what? It's mostly downhill. There you go. Except on your way back, then it's all and uphill. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's mostly uphill. And it gets me prepared for bed. I'm like, 
<sighs> Fuck, I just want to lay down. There you go. Makes sense. It's not that uphill. No, it's not. <laughs> Carlos, you just have to shit on everybody's parade, don't you? <laughs> you don't rain on parades, you shit on them all well, over them. I mean, I'm just saying, because I've got a hills that are way steeper than that. <laughs> Carlos <laughs> just has to one-up everybody's fucking hill. <laughs> There's nothing. This one My time, I went up a hill that was way steeper than that one. Yeah. Barefoot. I had like, had like a 90% grade. It was ridiculous. I regretted it afterwards. It was a 20 mile <laughs> And it was, there was six feet of snow both ways, and I was barefoot on a bicycle well, that was had 15, bare feet. Okay, it Grandpa. Miles. <laughs> only, it was 15 miles long. There's only the snow on the way back because it took me so long to go up. <laughs> Fucking hey, Carlos. I hate you so much. <laughs> Eric, what have you been up to? Oh, not climbing any hills, really. Just That's good. Just doing the work thing and this and... You know. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. Matt? Uh, working at Emma's. Working at Emma's. Woo! I actually Man. stopped by to see him last yes, night. Yes, he did. Awesome. We stopped by on Wednesday yep. and got recognized. That's right. Yep. We're minor celebrities. <laughs> minor, very minor celebrities. <laughs> Paul Turner, thank you. Go I, uh, us. <laughs> managed to convince a bunch of Brazilian chicks that we are actual celebrities. <laughs> so that worked out for me. There you go. <laughs> nice. Yep. Now I'm sad that I left early. Damn it. <laughs> you should be. But yeah, I work again yeah, tonight, really so be. that should be fun, and I'm actually bartending all night long. So Good. I'll have cool. to come in and get a free drink. that goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's how it works, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm coming in for a free drink. <laughs> <laughs> I am okay with this. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else have you been up to? That's really that's it. That's it? Just working? Yeah, I saw uh, the Planet of the Apes, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, that was so good! Badass. I haven't so seen it yet. Good. Oh, that was Spoilers. so cool! I won't, but it was really cool. You need to see it. I, that's phenomenal. what I've been told. I've been told. And if you have a gorilla suit, go in it. <laughs> and then also, I uh, watched the first episode of The Strain today before I came over here, and uh, that blew me away. I'm oh, yeah? really excited to watch the rest of it, except I have to wait. Week after week after yeah, week. Yeah, right? That's the worst part about shows is yep. that you have to wait. You have to get into them after uh, they've already aired. That's what so I just tell the whole season. That, that's where I'm at. I, I basically try and remain blissfully yeah. ignorant of all the awesome <laughs> things until there's like seven seasons available on Netflix. Or the no, that's weird. It's what I did with Game of Thrones, and then I binged watch Game of Thrones for like a week, and now I just I want more. Well, yeah, it takes about ten hours to finish it, seeing as each one's an hour long, so... Yeah. So good. Keep talking, guys. Yeah, we got this. We got this. Good. The strain, though, was very, very cool. Yeah. I didn't expect, like, the monster-type dude in there. Like, I thought it was more like a... I had no... Uh, yeah, type thing. Because the previews made it look, like, exactly like the Adronima strain. Right. I was like, oh, okay, right. so it's another one of that, but then... Took There's some s- fucking bug monster! Ah. Took in so many different turns, and... It was crazy. The guy, the main CDC guy in there is the guy from House of Cards. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it I is. had no yeah. clue. I'm like, I recognize you, but you but have hair! hair. <laughs> <laughs> it was so great. It was so weird. He also played the Wishmaster. The Wishmaster. Yeah, the, the Wishmaster movies. He played him? Yeah, he was the Wishmaster. No way. Yeah, Wait, dude. I don't That's believe you. Are we talking about Kevin Spacey? No, Eric oh. Stoll. Yeah, oh, okay. the Wishmaster. Wow. Which yeah. person did he play in the ca- in a House of Cards? Yeah. He played the addicted to alcohol and women one that became oh, the senator. Oh, okay. And then he'd... He played every that character a, in that show, basically. If have, has everybody finished that? Uh, I'm yeah. halfway through season two. And I don't know when... Oh. His... Well, no, that's in season one. Oh, it's in season I, one. I've oh, seen where his he dies. rise and fall and rise and yeah. fall. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He's kind of gone just up and, and down. And then he's dead, yes. Yeah, yep. 
What? He's dead now. Thanks a lot. Oh, <laughs> you he... didn't answer me. <laughs> you you asked, and then like you, then Miles started talking. So no, no, I have not seen season two yet. See, look, that's he has in to season one, one everything. isn't it? I haven't finished season one. <laughs> you asshole, <laughs> dude! Like, what is it? Episode two, season two is no, it's episode one, season it, is, season two. Is that when it happens? Yes. I can't believe they did that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, uh, so our BNS stream went down for some reason. I couldn't get back up, so now we're streaming on my personal stream. So if you guys are listening in the Mixler thing, you can see the video. Casey, was there a shirtless man on your computer just going back and forth? That's a really good question. <laughs> he's talking about CrossFit. Yeah. These weights, man. These uh, weights. Look I mean, at these I'm, messes. Look at these pecs I got. I mean, I'm not judging you or anything, but I mean, I'm th- that was just strange. It- Dude, Carlos, sometimes you just need some grade A beefcake, man. I guess. It happens. Beefcake. So last night I talked to some guy about fishing for about 45 minutes. He was really drunk and like half falling about over. About fishing? Yeah. And I don't know much about fishing, but he's talking about all the money he spent in fly fishing and almost died. And then I kicked a pregnant lady out of the bar that says she was pregnant, but she didn't bring her ID. So I'm like, oh, sorry, you can't have an ID. You don't have an ID. You can't. You can't well, yeah. I've learned something yeah. new today. What? Uh, if if a pregnant lady asks for a drink, you cannot refuse them. Yep. Really? It was on my bartender exam. You can't refuse yeah. them based on the fact it's that it's uh, gender discrimination. Fuck that. That's not gender <laughs> discrimination. That's looking out for the health and yeah, well-being right? of a future child. Yep. But, nope. Uh, the, our law system says it's gender discrimination. Yeah, I suppose. That way you just well, don't let her in the bar at all. Yeah, right? Right. <laughs> and I guess as pregnant women can have like a drink or two every once in a while, but if she yeah. was... Usually the person going to the bar and having some drinks that pregnant is... is the dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, fuck. All right. Well, should we try this beer that's in front of us now that I got yeah, what do we got? other things What do we on? got? Uh, well, in front of us, we have a beer called Collaboration, Not Litigation Ale. Okay. Uh, and there's a there's kind of a fun story. We hand me that second bottle there, and I can read. Off. There's there's a kind of fun Teamwork. story about it. But before we get into that, um, it's a Belgian strong dark ale uh, brewed by Avery Brewing Company and uh, Russian, Russian River, River. Uh, in California. Uh, and it's a, an 8.72 percent ABV uh, beer. So yeah. Uh, while you guys are trying it. Let's talk about this nifty story. So on the label, it has this. Uh, it, Salvation, the name of two Belgian-style ales created by us, Vinny uh, Caluso of Russian River and Adam Avery of Avery Brewing. After becoming friends a few years ago, we realized that we both had a salvation in our lineups. Was it going to be a problem? Should one of us re- relinquish name rights? Hell no, we said. In fact, it was quickly decided that we should blend the brews to catch the best qualities of each and create an even more complex and rich libation. In April 2004, in a top-secret meeting at Russian River Brewery, uh, well, actually, it was packed in the pub and many were looking over our shoulders wondering what the hell was going on, we came up with the perfect blend of the two salvations. Uh, Natalie, Vinny's much more significant other, exclaimed, we should call this collaboration, not litigation ale. Perfect, we shouted. Uh... We celebrated deep into the night. Uh, fast forward to November 14th, 2006. After talking about it for over two years, we finally decided to pull the trigger. And Vinny made the journey to Avery to brew his salvation exactly as he does at his brewery. Uh, this was blended with Avery's salvation on December 11th, 2006, creating batch number one. And this is batch number seven. Not bad. Yeah. So it basically, two brewer, two breweries had the same name on the beer. And recently, uh, it's been getting a lot of press where people have been complaining 
and you know jumping right to litigation on this stuff. And here's the story of two brewers who came together. You know what? You know what? We could both have it. We're not really competing with each other directly because Russian River only sells out of their brewery. And why don't we make this something even better and blend the two together? Indeed. I often ask myself uh, the question of, will it blend? (laughs) (laughs) Frequently. It's a good question. It's a very good question, Carlos. So what do you guys think? When I first popped open the bottle, that was quite the strong smell that came out of it. Uh, It's a sweeter kind of a beer. What kind of beer is this? It's it's a Belgian strong ale. All right, Belgian strong dark. Mm-hmm. No, um, yeah, comes off with a lot of caramely sweetness. Yeah, meeting the Belgian esters. Mm-hmm. I I think the Belgian esters are fairly subdued, a lot more subdued than I thought they would be. But that could yeah. just be because I would just finish drinking an IPA. Well, maybe that and the fact that it's a dark. Uh, as far as Belgians go, this style is supposed to be a lot about the malts as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I like it. I think it's a fantastic blend. Uh, Eric? I get a lot of that good um, German-Belgian uh, like fruitiness, the banana, clove, a bit of like plum or pear or something like yeah. that in there. Uh, good sweetness to it. And it's got like a little bit of like a peppery ting too, which I don't know if you guys are picking up on it. It's, it's there a little I, bit. I guess I – but again, my palate right. just an IPA, so. <laughs> it's good. I, I like it. Uh, I do too. Uh, part, I mean, part of the reason I like it so much is the story behind it. I think it's fantastic. I mean, if more people work together like that, lawyers would have less jobs, which yeah. is always good. I, right. I agree. I think it just kind of goes to show that uh, the craft beer scene, on many levels, is just inherently different to a lot of other scenes that can get super hoity-toity. Yeah. Like, uh, if you want to go to a wine tasting, how do you dress? Like an asshole. Like an asshole. Or like me. Right? Yeah. I was, I was actually going to say, like, or podcasters, because I mean, let's admit it, they're all bastards. Yeah, they really are. We we are all bastards. But no, like, I read an article on this guy who found a super, super, super rare beer, and he's like, you know, when do you drink something like this? He invited, like, 10 other people from around the world. Everyone brought, like, two to $4,000 beers, and I'll just shared them. And one of the things he commented on is everyone's coming in and, like, Hoodies and sweatpants. Yeah, everyone's comfortable. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I think this kind of sends the same sort of message that that. Yeah, has. My, my big question is, what the fuck kind of beer is worth two to four thousand dollars? Is this like bre- beer brewed by the ancient Egyptians? Well, no, it's it like uh, the the beers that were found uh, on one of like the Arctic ex- expeditions. Uh, like uh, those were super okay, expensive. Okay. Like those super old beers that they that they happen to find in cellars of old breweries and That's stuff awesome. like that. Well, th- there was one that came from uh, Three Fontanen, which is like a world class, yep. already super expensive brewery. Uh, but they made apparently a super tiny batch that made like thirty bottles. That was only gifts to friends and family directly from the brewery that they never like officially admitted to making. And this guy found his hands on one. Yeah. So some something like that. Interesting. That even the super beer snaps probably don't even know exists. So and they wore snaps. sweatpants. And they wore sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> Girls something's, yes. something's wrong with them. No. Girls is like, Nobody wears sweatpants. Not willingly. I wear them around the house. Uh, yeah. College girls with pink written on the butt. Yep. I, I wear Those sweatpants. aren't sweatpants. Those are now awesome well, pants. Well, here, here's a question. <laughs> here, here's a question, guys. No, yoga pants are awesome Does pants. anybody wear sweatpants with underwear? No. No. Why would you? That seems terrible. That's just I, too hot. I have never it's in my life worn a pair of sweatpants. Really? 
Never. Why not? They're so comfortable, they're especially in the, in the winter. winter time. Well, you're, oh, from, you're from Arkansas, aren't you? Yeah, but if anything, so I'm just rocking the boxers. So yeah. I don't need sweatpants. No, nah, dude, you throw the sweatpants on and you're free balling in those. Oh man, it feels that great. does. It does sound delicious. I must admit, <laughs> it sounds great, especially when it's negative some yeah. degrees. Yeah, out, yeah that's, the big, thing. that's yep. the big thing. Yeah, big thing. Because I never even wore like pajama pants before, but when I moved here, I was like, yeah, it's time to put on. Pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos, well, what do you think of this? Balls. I'm not really a fan of uh, not wearing boxers while uh, wearing sweatpants. So I, I that was clearly not the question. Oh, that, yeah. was. <laughs> <laughs> that was clearly the question. Oh, uh, oh, oh, we're talking about the beer still. I thought we were on balls. <laughs> it's all right, I suppose. It's not a not something that I would drink regularly. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a big fan of yeah, Belgians to I, begin with. I, I'm yeah. not either. But this is one I think I would drink because it's it's not super Belgiany. And it's a good like end of the night beer. Yeah, I was gonna say it'd be good for like just a chilling out kind of beer. It's yeah, not, right out right after a big meal yeah. or something when you're just done for dessert. Uh, yeah, pull out this beer or something. Yep, yeah, it's nine percent okay. and it's surprisingly drinkable. It's very drinkable it for nine percent because a lot of those Belgians once you get into higher ABVs like the triples and the doubles and stuff, they are overwhelming. They're they're overwhelming. There's a lot of flavors going on, and a lot of them have that hot alcohol that shows up. Yeah. Which I'm not a huge fan of. I can be if it's presented in just the right way. Mm-hmm. Belgians, for the most part, are pretty hit and miss for me. Yeah, some people swear by them, and I'm just like, eh. I can take them or leave them. All right, I'm getting the notes up, guys. Don't worry. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You sure? Is this no. another keep talking Actually, I'm worrying now. We're good. All right. <laughs> I'm actually worrying. Department of Offense presents News with Casey. This week on NPR, we're going to be talking. <laughs> uh, police in Lexington, Kentucky, got a surprise delivery after charging Michael Harp with shoplifting. Five pizzas showed up at the station. When the officers arrested Michael, he asked to make a call on his cell phone, which the officers allowed him to do. A short while later, probably about 30 to 45 minutes, I'm guessing, a delivery driver showed up to deliver the pizzas to Officer Wilson, the arresting officer. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Harp is now facing additional charges, including theft of identity, theft by deception, and impersonating an officer. Oh my god, that's so good. <laughs> that's hilarious. Though. Good thing those charges aren't going to stick. <laughs> no, but... but it's funny as shit. Can you imagine how pissed that officer... Oh yeah, my god. I didn't order any pizza. Wait a second... <laughs> I'm just a shoplifter guy. Damn you. Was he trying to bribe somebody? No, I think he was just pissed that he yeah, got arrested. He's, he's just, like, how can I get... Oh, wait. Uh, Dominoes. <laughs> uh, New Orleans man, Charles West, got a healthy workout at the health food store he works at, and has now been fired. He was fired not because his workout consisted of a rendezvous with a prostitute, <laughs> but because he used a company check to pay for said prostitute. Oh, good job. Right? Charles, <laughs> Charles. Prostitutes take checks? Apparently. Apparently oh. if they're from the health food store. I, I guess so. Uh, Charles has been arrested on charges of theft, forgery, and, and soliciting prostitution. And he's no longer employed. But it was organic. <laughs> organic no, it was tang. orgasmic. Ah, uh, yes. Orgasmic tang. I guess it goes to show that it, you really have to try to get uh, fired from that position. Yeah, no kidding. Well, we don't know what position he was in. (laughs) (laughs) That, no. Uh, (laughs) 
49-year-old Connecticut man, uh, Carmine Cervellino, was arraigned Monday on charges of threatening and disorderly conduct after he stabbed a watermelon in a passive-aggressive manner. Oh, yeah? That's uh, pretty difficult to pull off. How do you (laughs) passive-aggressively stab a watermelon? I don't know. You make eye contact with somebody like this. And then you fucking stab that. That's more aggressive. That's than more passive. aggressive than passively no, aggressive. That's, no, that's, that's Apparently, passive. a woman, a uh, smile on your face. <laughs> knows, went to the police on July fourth to report some marijuana she had found in his toolbox. And when she returned, that's she found a watermelon on the counter with a knife in it. Oh. Servalino okay. Cer- then entered the room and began carving the watermelon. She called the incident passive aggressive and menacing. Because he was carving a watermelon on the fourth of July. He, was, he had some weed. It on was him. probably at a party. That's so he was up. probably going to try and carve like some flowers in it or something. No, know? what what I'm assuming happened is he pissed this chick off somehow. She went and found his weed and brought it to the police station, and they're like, "Yeah, we're not going to do anything about this." And then when he got back, he was just chopping up the watermelon for the party, right. and she's like, "I'm threatened now." That looks passive aggressive and menacing. Like, how can you arrest somebody for being passive aggressive? With a watermelon. And he wasn't doing like this on like a subway train or anything, was he? That's, that's like oh. me writing a note on the fridge and being like, you know, guys, you really need to close the fridge or, you know, bad things will happen. And then somebody calling the cops on me. <laughs> he said he was going to close my head in the fridge. I just said bad things. Were happen- I meant like bugs and shit would get in the fridge. I'm sorry. <laughs> I saw him carving a ham in a threatening matter. <laughs> he was frying that chicken. He had one of those electric knives and it oh, was terrifying. God. He cracked an egg. That bastard. <laughs> While staring at me in a threatening manner. <laughs> this whole story just makes my head hurt. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, an unidentified pilot in Blackford, or Blackfoot, Idaho, was supposed to drop a load of 3,000 ping pong balls all over a crowd for a contest during Blackfoot Pride Days. However, this particular pilot was new and didn't have a chance to practice. So he undershot the crowd and dumped the balls on the nearby interstate. <laughs> contest organizers immediately called off the contest. <laughs> so people were not running out into the, cr- into the interstate to collect balls. 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 That's what you guys get out of this story? <laughs> <laughs> this guy balls. had to drop his load all over the crowd. Ball, his load. And he, he missed. He missed. Balls. His ball load. That's balls. what happens when you blow your load early. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is late, actually. This guy's a little premature. Yeah, he was premature on that. Oh, was it premature? Yeah, yeah. The the he was yeah he dropped it too early. He oh. dropped his load prematurely all over the interstate. Yep, it was terrible. There are women and children crying. Every damn it, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like uh, Ace Ventura when nature calls and. Jim Carrey's coming out of the back of the ride, and I was like, "Mommy, what is it?" <laughs> I'm not going to lie. There are so many puns that just... <laughs> so easy. You almost think he, get, he did this on purpose. I don't know, man. He was like People were pretty pissed. Though no charges were filed, because why would they be? Uh, and police are like, well, next year we'll keep a closer eye on him so this doesn't happen again. Because th- this isn't the first year they've done it. They've done it multiple years in a row. And the interstate multiple years. No, ago. no, no. Dumped them on the crowd, and like uh, different balls are worth different things. Like most of them are worth like some sort of candy, but some of them are worth like up to a hundred bucks. Oh shit! I know. And so people are going around the busy interstate for running $100. into the freaking street for a hundred dollars. Yep. Uh, Eric, 
I think we found the perfect product for you. A company called Burnt Impressions will take a high-resolution photo, specifically a selfie, and make a toaster that will make you selfie toast. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Yes. You're shitting me. Yeah. I can have my face on toast? For only 75 bucks, oh. you can you can get yourself a selfie toaster and eat your face every what? day. Not that bad, actually. <laughs> then, then you can go to some of the southern states, give them the toast, and convince them it's you're Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> No, convince them you're Jesus. It's a miracle. <laughs> right? I was looking at the thing bucks? and like they were doing like selfie toast and like anonymous toast and Can you like it, like is it only one picture or can you like do It's 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 one picture okay, per okay. toaster. One picture to, Okay. So I need about How 500 bucks it? for toasters. <laughs> Why do you need Are you just well, going to do like a cartoon strip yeah, in, exactly. in toast. toast? Of toast. <laughs> Then people will really think I'm Jesus. It can be a flip book of toast. Yeah. <laughs> it's a toast book. <laughs> I imagine that having a lot of crumbs. So do you think they'll do dick pics, guys? Oh, probably. yeah. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the point of having a toaster like that if you don't have a penis, a penis toaster? <laughs> guys, I think my toaster's broken. It doesn't surprise me that that's the first thing you went to. Well, you know. Cock toast. Yeah. But it has to go on an entire loaf. Uh, in case you did have what a about shirtless man dancing on his screen. I did. I don't know if that would come out quite as well. <laughs> that would look frightening. <laughs> it really. It would look like the toast was trying to eat. It looked you. like the it looked, it looked like the face huggers from yeah. <laughs> <Gross>. face hugger toast. <laughs> <laughs> and then your girlfriend says, "Sweetie, that's my vagina." Face hugger toast. <laughs> and you're in trouble. Here's your birthday present. <laughs> Well, we or you just throw it at her, girl night. on girl. <laughs> <laughs> Would that count as a menage a trois? <laughs> Vag toast in your girl. I don't know, man. <laughs> That's pretty kinky. <laughs> just poke Ma- a hole through it. She won't Make mind. sure you butter it up first. <laughs> like, But you could get like small like abrasions and sh- never mind. <laughs> Butter, lots of butter, lots, yeah. of, lots of butter, <laughs> and no jam, no jam, no, no jam, no That's cinnamon. Stinky. Maybe let yep. it cool a little bit. <laughs> only, Hopefully, only once no, a because month. once it cools, it gets it gets harder. <laughs> well then, <laughs> uh, six specimens of fossilized dino dung are now on auction. Woo! First up is a lot of five that are estimated to go between. Uh, four thousand and six thousand dollars, and the scri- the description notes: It is supposed that the fine examples found in a small area of Washington State are from a Masan turtle, or uh, a Miocene turtle, uh, which is undeniable. Which is undeniable is, or what is un- undeniable is their evocative and varied form, superbly demonstrated in this collection of five different examples, to a finely textured, botryoidal form. Uh, one in rich, rusty red, the other a dark purple-brown, attractively speckled in white. One from a creature apparently in need of a more fibrous diet, of unusually soft definition, in warm orange okra. And two with deeply cracked surfaces, exactly like dried excrement, in green-gray and burnt umber, four to six inches long. I think you should do paid programming commercials. <laughs> right. As no. long as he learns to read first. <laughs> yep. It just sounds like shit to me. I <laughs> uh, see what you did there. The sixth one is definitely the prize of the group, though. Uh, T-Rex. It, it, it boasts a wonderfully even pale brown-yellow coloring and terrifically detailed texture to the heavily 
I don't know that word, surface across the whole of its immense length. The passer of this remarkable object is unknown, but it is nonetheless a highly evocative specimen of unpresented size, presented in four sections, each with a heavy black marble custom base, and eye-watering 40 inches in length overall. I would so, love to be the guy who was hired to write the description. <laughs> yeah, I I really want to see an prehistoric fossilized poop. <laughs> I want to see an infomercial with Billy Mays. Too bad he's dead, but Billy Mays right. here. Dino Billy poop. Billy Mays here for dino shit. So what, you, what do you think the forty-inch one is expected to reach at auction? Oh, uh, uh, easily four, a thousand dollars an inch. No, fourteen thousand dollars. No, I, I say a thousand dollars an inch. Forty thousand. Five thousand. Carlos, it doesn't matter. What is your what is your estimation of dino poop? It's I don't know what it could possibly say go a for. number eight. Maybe, maybe if it uh had like some bones showing, so you could like see maybe what its last meal was. It was a turtle. No, this one is unknown. This oh, this that's right. Point. The other you no, know, it's 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 eight to ten thousand. So somebody's just saying it's poop, then, huh? It's fossilized poo. <laughs> so they're saying it it's looks poop. like poo, man. It's brown and poo shaped and forty inches long. That's one hell of a poop, though. <laughs> it's a big ass poop. Uh, like, like that we, poop can almost ride roller coasters. Almost, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's like four inches shy of like any roller coaster. And it is old enough to buy alcohol. Yes, it, is. it is. Now, are we talking like a, a, a three foot? You know, like one inch diameter, kind of coiled up, motherfucker. No, or? it's th- this one's all stretched out, and it's probably like it's probably you know about about an inch, inch and a half in diameter. That would be painful. <laughs> it just keeps coming. <laughs> oh my god, it's like a dog who ate like some string, and it just keeps coming. So well, gross. if the dinosaur size, like if you think of yeah. how long ours are, and then you have a bigger thing, forty inches probably. Yeah, it's that an big. animal, you know, twice our size yeah. for sure. Not so even it's just like a the normal poop. Yeah. Just normal. Just normal everyday poop for him. All right. Uh, well, we don't usually talk about sports things. Well, how much? Do oh, we you usually or? don't talk oh, about uh, eight to five thousand. Eight to ten thousand. So I think I know. Closest. Well, but we really usually don't talk about sports things. But we also don't talk about dinosaur poop like ever. I know, Carlos. Don't worry about it, okay? I'm worried. That's now. the opening I had written right. for this story. Oh, okay. So, you, you gonna... <laughs> <laughs> so fuck you. Uh, but Chris Cluey is back in the headlines again after he filed a lawsuit against his former employer, the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, you guys know all about Chris Cluey, right? Yep. Carlos, do you have any yeah. questions? Okay. Can, uh, for can those, you, for, can you give for me those five of you, seconds? yeah, for those of you who don't know, Chris Cluey was the Vikings kicker who was uh, not renewed. Supposedly, because of his uh, pro-gay uh, act, acti- activities, activism—that's the word I was looking for. Activities. Activi- activities. <laughs> yes, he was banging all the dudes in the locker room. I was going to say pro-gay activities. That means like sucking dick, right? <laughs> activism. He could have sucked dick. I don't know. I didn't ask him. Why not? Uh, I don't because I didn't have a chance to talk to him. I don't know the fella. I don't know him. Uh, in retaliation, the Vikings have released a 29-page memo talking about how Clue was mocking the Jerry Sandusky case. You guys remember that one? Uh-huh. He was he was the dude who boned the Penn State at Penn State who boned the who boned the kids. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very lightly he boned the kids. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, and and Cluey put a hole in the or put a hole in the back of his shorts and called himself a Sandusky victim. <laughs> <laughs> and that was in this right. 29-page memo, right? 
uh, which didn't look good for Cluey, who says he was fired because of his gay rights activism. Uh, Cluey responded with a series of tweets that claim he has more dirt on the Vikings than they have on him, and he reveals that two nameless players were caught in a sexually compromising position with a minor and that the team covered it up. So there's going to be definitely... So that's every day in the NFL? <laughs> yeah, but it's never brought up to yeah. the... like. So now cops are getting involved, and yeah. it's a whole ordeal. Uh, the reactions to, the, to this exchange runs the gamut from... Like pro Cluey support who are on his side, and people are saying that anything that happens in the locker room is privileged information, like if you told it to a doctor or a lawyer and shouldn't be admissible in court, which I think is complete and utter bullshit. Yeah, what is up with this locker room privacy shit? That's that's horseshit. No, I mean, if you're, uh, yeah, okay, if you're a terrible person saying terrible things in the locker room. It's not, like, expect it to go somewhere other than the locker room. Right. Like, anytime you're in a semi-public yeah. setting. And even still, you have to think about it, too. Like, doctors or psychologists, you know, um, they have that confidentiality unless there's something Unless there's something criminal. On. Yeah. And if somebody got caught banging a 15-year-old chick or something and they're covering it up, I, that's doesn't that doesn't breach confidentiality. No, not at all. You have to report that exactly. Kind of stuff, you know? Uh, and, well, and people are pissed at Cluey for saying this, but they're not pissed at the Vikings for being like, well, Cluey put a hole in the back of his short <laughs> right, and made right. a joke about... Yeah, he took some Sandusky dick in his ass. Right, so I don't know. It, the entire situation really makes me angry. And the the NFL's reaction to just, like, all of this gay rights stuff pisses me off to no end. It's not just that, but it's, um, it's a lot of it, uh, you know... Drunk driving and all of you know narcotics yeah. and dog fights and all of this illegal activity where it's like this guy gets caught and they're like, oh he'll sit out for three games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, it's 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 definitely no. a good old boys club. Yeah, I I read online um, since the Super Bowl, thirty seven NFL players have been arrested on felony charges. Yep. Yes, but 37. none of them will get punished because it's right. the off season. Right. And honestly, it wouldn't bother. I mean, it wouldn't bother me personally. To see like the downfall of an entire sport, if all of these people are just terrible people. Yeah, but I mean, well, basketball's jail. the same way. It's all of these professional sports and, where and these guys point. can get away with murder. I know that's my point. Like, it would not bother me in some if cases. Basketball literally. had to stop being a thing because there weren't enough players yeah. because all of them were going to jail. Well, it. I'm. I, I guess that. I, I don't foresee that happening. But no. if if they would if they would get rid of some of these players, I think it would curb it. Like if they if they actually Had find them because oh no, we're gonna find you you know ten thousand dollars out of a ten million dollar a year contract. Yeah. Boo hoo! Wow. I find that in my couch every other morning. Right. It's it's such bullshit, and it makes me so angry. And the fact that a lot of the fans support it, they're like, ah, oh, you know, he's. He's a good quarterback, so he can do whatever the fuck he wants. If I could throw a football, I would do it. I consider myself a fan of the sport, and I think it's fucking ridiculous. It's it's so dumb. It's just so irritating. But on to another irritating thing. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, uh, in Texas, legislation that passed last November that requires all abortion clinics to upgrade their facilities to ambulatory surgical centers uh, goes into effect on September 1st. Um, so basically this means they have to have emergency, uh, like an emergency surgeon and all that stuff on hand at all times. They basically have to become mini hospitals, right? 
in order to stay open after September 1st. And it's already caused 21 of the 41 uh, abortion clinics in the state to close. And it's being estimated that by September 1st, there will only be six left in the entire state of Texas. Texas is a big state, too. It is. Yeah. And that is another thing that seems fucking ridiculous. I, I, I mean, I'm it's not just, sure if that's supposed to be a movement for abortion or against it. It's, it's, defi- it. it's against They're closing it. them down because they know that these people you can't afford to pay an ER surgeon to be on call uh, every fucking day. Yeah, and most you know of these, most of these is? places oh. are nonprofits. Yeah, right, I suppose it's bull. And you know, they're nonprofit free clinics that offer other services other than just performing abortions. Like, you know, they're they're sexual they health all, facilities. Yeah, yeah, they do all kinds of women's. Vagina issue things. Yeah, it, I mean they're 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 good for the community, but because of the you know the pro life campaigns and stuff, they got this passed. They finally found a way to to close them all down. Yeah. Oh, there's we'll just make them too expensive to keep open. And so now, like all these girls and stuff are having to leave the state and spend you know you know spend like nights in the cars and parking lots just to go into one in like Oklahoma or something, which is complete and utter bullshit. That's stupid. It is. And it's ah, it's bad. Just bad. But, on a lighter note, it's been a crazy week in the Marvel Universe this week. Uh, have you guys kept up with all the news at all? No? Yes? Some, no. Nope. Somewhat. Okay. Lady Thor. Lady Fo- Thor. Lady First Thor. they announced that the that next Thor will be a chick. I think that's fantastic. I think it'll be fun to see. Ah, I'm curious what they Thor. do with it. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Next Thor is going to be a girl. I can understand if it was, uh, okay, let's do Lady Spider-Man, which they did, or Lady Wolverine, but Thor is a mythical being that is not necessarily Marvel's, you know, idea. They're, but they, they've they've the changed Thor so much. I don't know. This is I, not the the first time that they've done weird things with Thor. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm curious to see how it how it'll go, and I'm excited to see what they'll do with it. That Marvel has been doing some really interesting things in the past few years, and I've been a fan of most of them. Besides, it's only fair. I mean, they did have uh, Lady Loki. They did have. Did a they Lady have Loki. A Lady Loki? Yep, they did. Well, they then did. I want to see a, a male white witch. Okay, Could that right. work. You just have to look at just have to look at some. Oh, just Google search it. You'll find it. Instead of having giant titties, he's got a giant cod piece. Because you know, with lots of uh, with lots of muscly muscles, you have to have sex. Some male cleavage down there. (laughs) Yep, his balls make the cleavage. (laughs) Uh, And the Falcon will become Captain America. That's pretty cool. cool. uh, Apparently, it's not the first time he's become uh, Captain America. Yeah, but it's the first time in this like generation of Captain America that he's become. I like the Falcon. I don't think yeah. he's used enough. He's not. He's. I, I. I liked seeing the Falcon in the last movie. That but was does cool. he have superpowers now? That's the problem. Because I can't really fly anymore if he's Captain America. So do they make him like just give him the like? Do super- they give him the serum? Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Uh, but otherwise, he's just a man running around with a shield, and that's just silly. But the kicker is they now have released their film release schedule through 2019. Oh shit! We don't know what films were released for each slot. But we now know what weekends to keep free for the next five years. <laughs> uh, I'm so excited for two weeks from now. That's Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. It's going to be so good. Carlos, did you hear about this one? Uh, Amazon is rolling out a new service that is essentially Netflix for ebooks. Uh, the service, called Kindle Unlimited, will give you access to over 600,000 books and 2,000 audiobooks from Audible. Uh, as well as getting three months of Audible f- uh, when you've signed up. Uh, it will cost ten bucks a month, and it's available now. So, six hundred thousand books. I'm not paying extra ten dollars. I already have Amazon Prime. 
That's true, but this is like if you this I guess this is for the people who don't have Amazon Prime but want, you know, free access to books, which that's a huge ass library. I think it's a good move on their part. Maybe I have no idea. I like to buy my books. You do you like physical books too. Well, I I've been buying digital books lately, but I do like a in some cases I do prefer the the physical copies. Okay. How does it work with the book, though? You just download it? Yeah, you just download it on your Kindle, and it's, I, I guess, it's probably like an app or something, uh-huh. kind of like Netflix. You probably have to, like, at least have access to the internet while you're using it or something. I, I don't know. You, well, you don't with, like, the, the Amazon Prime library. You can just download it and read it and then huh. send it back when you're done. Oh, huh, okay. Like, I guess just check it back in. Right. That's that's cool. I like. That. Yeah, I, I, so I, I'm assuming this will act, act the same way. Which, I mean, ten bucks a month for a ridiculous amount. But depending on how okay. much you read, it's a fantastic deal. And two thousand audiobooks, those get expensive. Oh yeah, oh yeah, real fast. And Audible will give you like one free a month for ten bucks, but that's not a lot. It's not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is considering you know they're usually thirty or forty bucks a piece. That, yeah, that's true. But all right, so let's move on to our discussion today. Uh, with Marvel announcing the next five years of films, uh, what other genres, or what would other genres be like if they announced them five years in advance? So, like, what would if if Sony came out tomorrow and is like, here's the next five years of rom coms? What would those rom coms be? It would be shit that nobody cared about. <laughs> Or, uh, you know, the next five years of Star Wars movies, which Disney pretty much almost did. Basically with the rom-com one, though, maybe people realize how similar every single one is. <laughs> yeah. if they knew what the, each one was five years in advance. Right. And then people, like, maybe could try to guess what actors and which one. Yeah. How many of these are Mark Ruffalo in? <laughs> I bet that one has Adam Sandler in it because of the name. Right? It, oh. has, it has a number and then something that's completely ridiculous. It seems childish in nature. Yeah. It, it's, you know, it's the combination of two words like Spanglish. Slasher movies for the next five years. Find out which ones are remakes and which ones are new. There's one of them. All right. So if it, if if we're looking at horror movies, let's say there's there's two horror movies a year and they're going to maintain the same thing. I'm thinking they're just going to reboot the entire Scream franchise because they're like, hey, we want some money. No, that's and pretty recent time. still because they did the Scream Four, was it or Scream Five? Oh, that's right. They did Scream Four, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. So that that's I like still, Scream Four. I thought yeah, it was that fun. was really good. It was clever still. It was, and it was written for people that are growing up in the slasher genre now, and it was still original that way. Yeah. So that was cool. But, All right. Uh, uh, well, Halloween was recently rebooted too, wasn't it? Yeah. So we could get. I can see, uh, like Friday the th- or not Friday the th- Nightmare on Elm Street. I could see that trying to be rebooted again. They tried. It, Didn't though. they just reboot that? They did, and they did with uh, Friday the Thirteenth as well. Oh man, what hasn't been rebooted? Chucky. Child's Play. Well, okay. those ones are still being made, though. Are they really? Yep. Seriously? Wait, they're still making Child's Play? Yeah, they are, they're straight to DVD. I feel like we should just change the discussion to <laughs> horror movies. All right, discussion changed. We're no longer talking about yeah. movies in the next five years. We're going to talk about ridiculous horror movies. So all those like different movies that are just like, if you just release the years uh, or like the dates when they're, or, or you're releasing the movies, that just sounds stupid. Like, all right, it makes sense for Marvel just because like, they're just teasing everything. Yeah. But like for everybody else, like it makes no sense at all. Like, oh, uh, August tenth, twenty sixteen. There's a movie coming out. That's, what is it? What is it? It's a romantic comedy. Oh man, let's plan to go to that one. 
I can see them rebooting the Mad Max. What is it? A trilogy? They're already doing that. They are. Oh, yeah. I haven't read up on it. Oh yeah, if they like have all the release dates for those. I wonder if Mad Max will be in the next one. Oh, he's in the next one. What, 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 will he survive this one too? What, what if instead of doing it for genres, they did it for actors? So like Kevin Costner comes up and he's like, "Here's my here's my release schedule for the next five years." <laughs> it might work for some actors, but like Brad Pitt, if you knew he was coming out in the next five years, like I'm sure a lot of people would go to those ones. Yeah, like, maybe. Oh yeah, I could imagine. I I, I do enjoy seeing Brad Pitt in a film. That's pretty good. I read an, I read an interesting uh, thing. Uh, so I was I was I was you know looking for stories for today and. Uh, I, I stumbled across this thing on Brad Pitt where he was he was wearing a shirt that uh, had a drawing that one of his kids did on it, and then it, the article went into another story that I didn't know. Uh, so like, uh, one of Bradgelina's kids played uh, Sleeping Beauty in Maleficent, okay. the the kid one. That's uh, L. Fanning, isn't it? I. F- Dakota I, Fanning's little sister. Was, I, they they said it was one of the Bradgelina kids. Unless they they're an actor in some part of the other movie besides. Uh, the, yeah, they, they, I didn't they were see in the it, movie, but yeah. I know Elle Fanning's Okay, in it. I, I I know they. Uh, so what they said is they they had one of their kids be in it because all the other kids were afraid of Angelina Jolie and all of her makeup and shit, <laughs> and so they wouldn't come near her. <laughs> That's fucking. And hilarious. so and so they needed they needed uh, you know somebody who trusted her to like lead all the other kids forward. And be like, oh, this isn't so bad. It was yeah, a fun story. What are you looking at, Carlos? Nothing. Carlos, you always just like see something out of that window, and we have to stop and stare at it. I a see monster. it, too. It is like a mouse or something. Yeah. Oh, hello, little mouse. We have a friend in the studio now. I'm going to look. All right, Matt's going to look and report back to us. It's a mouse. He said well, it's, it's a mouse. <laughs> is it a mouse? Yep. It oh, might not be able is it Ralph S. Mouse? It's about two inches in length. It's got a furry tail. And it has a furry tail because it's a mouse. Might not be able to get out of there, so it might die in there. Uh, oh, it's inside the little... Okay. Yeah. Ah, well, that mouse is dead. That sucks. How tragic. Right. All right. So, with all of the reboots, what do you think is next for Hollywood to reboot? Like, horror-wise. Like, what's the next horror movie they're like, you know, we haven't seen this in a while? The Exorcist. That's already been rebooted like twice, hasn't it? And now it's <laughs> well, a TV series, something like that. Yeah. If it like if they tried to remake that, it'd fail miserably. That's why they do all the Exorcist movies besides that one. Yeah. What about Poltergeist? Has that been remade? I have a feeling they're going to remake that one for sure. Jeepers Creepers. How do that you think the still Polter- too recent? Well, I they think- can just continue it. They don't. Yeah. Have to I, how do you think the films? Poltergeist one would do if they redid it? I don't know. I love the. All the graphics in the original one, that's what made that movie, like, perfect. And the soundtrack and everything about it, it was perfect for the time. I don't know if it'd work as well now. What about... Those stories aren't really as good as anymore, really. Yeah. Well, they they all try to follow, follow, like, the paranormal activity bullshit. However, The Conjuring did an amazing job. That movie was terrifying. Was it good? That was terrifying. It was right. so good. It was. It felt like you're watching a 1970s horror movie that was done really Where well. Where did Eric go? I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, okay. Man down. Man down. Man down. Man down. All right. I can uh, see them remaking Sleepaway Camp as well. Uh, well yeah. um, what What do you think would be good if they were, like, what could use a remake? You know what? I wouldn't mind. I have no idea when this movie was made or any of the history or background behind it, but I watched a movie. It was called The Haunter, I believe. And 
You know, it's like you get a lot of movies where it's about this kid and then there's a ghost that starts to, like, you know, haunt them a little bit. Well, this one happens to be, you know, she's, like, getting haunted, except you find out she's the ghost. What? Plot yes. twist? Yes. No, it was actually really, really well-made movie. And it was basically uh, someone who was killed horrifically along with uh, a bunch of others. And um, she's kind of trapped. You know, she's the trapped spirit instead of someone dealing with the trapped spirit. Okay. It sounds like the others. It wasn't the others. It was like the haunter or the haunting or the haunted or something. You know a movie they should remake? They should Hollow have- Man. Yes. And still have Kevin Bacon be the Hollow Man. And just and they should reboot it, it yeah. every two years. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know about that For one. For the next six years? They should do the same thing with Halloween, except the mask is different every reboot. <laughs> See, I don't. That there's some that are just terrible horror movies, and I mean they could reboot them, and maybe they'd be better. But what if what if Jason versus so Freddy? Good. They should reboot that all the time. <laughs> what about uh, uh, the Ring? No, that uh, one's that one's like meant for where it was. I don't think. No, it, it needs to have DVDs now. What Blu-ray? It needs, it oh. needs to be on Blu-ray and 3D. <laughs> could you imagine that being on 3D? They had the Japanese the version. They brought out another one there when I was in Japan. The Omen. No, the, no, no, no. The uh, Ring. The Ring. Okay. The Ringu. 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 I don't Ringu. know about you guys, but I'm looking forward to the day when uh, a whole bunch of like of uh, Japanese ghost girls come out TVs and grab all the people who've watched the movie The Ring. I'm not looking forward to that day at all. <laughs> Why not? Because I saw that movie. Well, that's tragic for you, but I mean, <laughs> what about the Blair Witch Project? That that is a movie that will never ever work again. Yeah, that that was the perfect timing, that, perfect everything yeah. for that one because uh, that, nothing like that, that, that is, had really been that, done that, before. That was the uh, quintessential found footage film, and people have been trying to regain that sense of magic and stuff. And there's since. been a lot of fun ones, but never that were just perfect for that. No, just, it's everything. Everything something? because I thought that was a terrible I movie. I loved it. I loved it. It. It it was a terrible movie. Okay. Once once you knew the real story behind it, but going into seeing see it when you thought it was just I a still found think footage. it's terrifying. Like when they're in the tent well, and it starts freaking out, and then like there's this little face that shows up on the tent, and then they go. Okay, running. I, I see what you're saying. I guess I I watched it with the concept that oh this is supposed to be a scary movie, and then I was just like confused most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> why would you think that's actual found footage? <laughs> Because that's how they marketed it and stuff, Carlos. And then at yeah. the end of it, they don't show the credits or anything. They don't yep. show any actors. Well, that just goes to show that you should probably not, you know, assume that all advertising's telling the truth. You do yeah, know but Carlos, that this was like the first time it's ever been done. Yeah, so. and it was it was a lot of that's fun. That's some at the damn time. good marketing. <laughs> it was it was great marketing, and it was a lot of fun at the time. Like, not everybody likes to have all the magic and fun pulled out of things, Carlos. Why not? <laughs> that's the question like the feeling of a Twinkie just take it all <laughs> just take it all just fuck that damn that's it. no fun damn it now I want a Twinkie you can't have a Twinkie I want we a don't Twinkie. have any Twinkies here we don't, we don't condone Twinkies in this household I need a Twinkie you can't I'm so confused where the hell did Eric go <laughs> I don't know he probably had work or something I don't know no I don't think he I don't know he just fucking disappeared I'm so confused he got angry because you were bad mouthing some of his favorite romantic comedies. <laughs> man, it, man, I didn't mean to bad mouth Spanglish. I'm so sorry, Eric. I mean, I guess that is Adam Sandler's best work and Fifty First Dates' best you best know, movie. I, I ever. like Fifty what First Dates. Are you talking about? I like about? Punch Drunk Love a lot. 
That was fun. Adam Sandler rom coms. I enjoyed Fifty First Dates. Was not Waterboy. There you go. There's a romantic comedy. Fifty First Dates was the rom com. Yeah, but it was not. He doesn't like it. No, I, I, it was it was amazing, Carlos. I thought it was funny. I, I, I'm trying I'm trying to appease Eric and get him back. I was being facetious. If you could not pick up on that, which apparently you couldn't. No, I did not pick up on that. <laughs> Carlos, sarcasm meter is way off. Today. I just keep thinking of all the horror movies that they could, but then I'm like, wait, they They've, already yeah, they exactly. already did. Yeah, it's it's harder to find a horror movie that they haven't. Re- have, have they rebooted uh like Swamp Thing or The Blob? Does that count? Or Toxic Swamp Avenger? Thing? No. Yeah. What about actually, the Blob uh, with Steve McQueen? Let's no reboot that shit. Toxic Avenger is actually being rebooted is right it? now. Is it really? Okay. Yeah. Or what about they did the, they Werewolf the in London? Have they rebooted that one? They had the Werewolf in Paris that came out in the nineties, but that's uh, about it. Werewolf in London is a good movie. Yeah, it's fucking great. I thought that's a song. Are they still doing Final Destinations? Oh! Yeah, there was one about <laughs> two years ago, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Wait, they're still doing those movies? Yeah, there was. They a, haven't reached the destination I think it was, yet. I think it was the Final Destination on this one. <sighs> they put the at the beginning. Oh, okay. Those instead of instead so of Final bad. Destination Seventeen, it's. The final destination. <laughs> two. And so and no, yeah, and so now they can do the final destination. The first two. one was really good. The that first was one was so great. Cool. The second one was. Shit. I loved Evan Sawa. He was cool. Yeah. It's one of those types of movies well. where you can do it right once, but it very quickly just falls off a cliff. Like after Saw. That. The first Saw was great, yeah. and yep. after that, it was just torture porn. Yeah, pretty much. And i I don't like I don't care for the torture porn movies. There, there, there's not a whole lot to them except just gore, and that's not like fun. Hostel. And, I actually, yeah. now that I've watched Hostel again at this age, I think it's a fucking amazing movie. Is it really? It's just playful and great. It's okay. like Hemlock Grove, you know? Just yeah, you just, can't take it serious. It's yeah. Eli Roth. He's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> Eli Roth. Same with is Cabin so Fever. Weird. That is a hilarious movie. Yeah, just over the top blood and guts. It's hilarious. Do you see Patrick? The star. Patrick. No, I. It's a movie. It's supposed to be like a scary sort of movie. No, I don't think I ever saw. Okay. I don't. Even, what's it about? Uh, this guy has his own like little hospital house sort of thing that he specializes with people who are like fully comatose and they just do nothing but lay in bed. And he does experiments on them. And one particular kid, Patrick, who ends up getting like ESP powers and stuff, and okay. starts to wreak havoc with people. Are they remaking so, the the Reanimator? I have no idea. That one hasn't no been. Well, I think though, like they made a big deal. Like they wanted that, like uh, for every reanimator, they wanted that uh, main character or whatever, or the doctor. So I, if they don't have that person, they probably wouldn't yeah. get the the audience. Um, do you, do you? What do you guys prefer? Do you guys prefer the the psychological horror, the supernatural, or like the you know kill all the things horror? I I usually like the psychological ones because I don't know. They're like. Oh my god! I can't figure out what the fuck is going on. I like psychological what... hauntings. Oh, so like the combination between uh, the psychological and yeah. supernatural. Something that makes you think about it. It's cool. Yeah, like building your house on an Indian burial ground seems like a good idea at the time, but the property values drop. Wonder real what fast. they could remake. They could remake Thirteen Ghosts again and do a much better job at it. I, you know, I could see that, yeah. but I loved that house. Yeah, that w- the whole concept of that was fucking sweet, but then it just went downhill by the end of it. So yeah. fast. You know, I think uh, AI... The one with Tony Shalhoub? With, uh... AI's not a scary movie. Yeah, I thought that movie was fucking terrible. You know, I actually saw that. I, I it loved it, atrocious. but it was so damn slow and just takes no, I loved forever. The, I loved the first half when it was kind of yeah. like exploring the concepts of 
what is life? You know, what does yeah. it mean to have a soul and a spirit? And then it's just like, you know, weird robot story after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, robot story. You know, I actually saw the remake of Thirteen Ghosts. I never saw the original. Yeah, I didn't. I never saw the original. Wait, either. wait. Uh, AI. Which one's AI and which one's the one with? Wait, is AI the one with Robin Williams or is that the other? Yeah. Okay, that's the, the other one. Okay. No, AI is not the one with Robin Williams. Which Robin Williams in AI? He Bicentennial plays- Man. Bicentennial. Okay, Bicentennial. you're talking yeah. about where he plays the robot, but yeah. he is in AI. He okay, plays the genie. Okay, and the, yeah. the right. magic. Bicentennial place. Man was a weird fucking. I film. love that movie so it's, much. It's it's so good, but when he's like the 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 scene that always sticks out to me is like he goes and first he gets like the skin and stuff, and then he gets a penis. Yeah, and I'm like, well, this is a unnecessary scene in the film. I don't. You know, what? <laughs> Mrs. Honeypot's in it. I think I saw that movie uh, like a long time ago, and then like ten years after the fact, I'm like, that was a really good movie. Didn't I went back to watch it again. And I'm like, this is weird as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> didn't, didn't Bicentennial Man and AI essentially come out uh, either a year after each other or the same year? They, they were really close. Were they? I feel Robin like Robin Williams had a lot of weird movies in the late '90s. Yeah, he did. Like one hour photo. One hour That's photo. One hour photo is awesome. a creepy movie. Yeah. Some of the. Oh, he can pull off creepy so hard. Yes, he can. He's already yes, a pretty creepy looking guy. So he is. <laughs> and those comedy actors, they can act. They can act. That's yes, for sure. They can. I think. I think my favorite uh, comedy actor doing a serious role is Jim Carrey in Twenty Three. I really love I that, like movie. that movie. I've heard I that. I don't know if I saw that. A lot of people like hate it. it, but I fucking loved it. I thought it was great. I loved him in the Truman Show. The Truman Show was fantastic. The Truman Show was great. Well, that's good. universally loved. Everyone loves Truman. What about uh, Cable Man? Yeah, the Cable, Cable Man, Man rules. That's a good movie. <laughs> uh, that was like a, uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is amazing. Uh, he is phenomenal. Yes, he, he is. He's just great. He, he's a great actor. Just so good. All right. Well, we should probably wrap this up. Huh? <laughs> maybe, maybe. We're just like, oh man, this movie's good. No, no, no. This movie's good. <laughs> well, if Chris Hardwick can do it for an hour with somebody, we can do it too. There is right, but we don't have some. We're just talking amongst ourselves. Yeah, if we had a famous person that we were talking about what movies we love, then we would be awesome. Where are you, famous people? Where are you, Chris Hardwick? Come on our show. That's right. I'm going to reach out to Chris and be like, hey man, I know you're busy, but... Tell us about Rob Zombie and House of a Thousand Corpses. Right. We just need to know. I need to know about your time on Shipmates or that one episode of Boy Meets World that you did. <laughs> How was Will Friedel? Was that fun? <laughs> All right, Carlos. People want to support us. Where can they go and do that? How can they support us? Well, we have a website and we have a couple links, such as our Patreon link. Where what you is can, Patreon? Well, you can go and uh, give us as little as a dollar a month to help support us. And also, besides Patreon, which you can follow you can get to through our link at the bottom of our page. There's also uh, our Amazon affiliate links where you can uh, make a purchase as usual off Amazon and we get a cut of the the money that you give Amazon. That sounds fantastic. People it, should do that. They should. Both of them. And with Patreon, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but they can watch our tabletop theater games and our still-to-be-titled special secret game that's airing tomorrow. Uh, before the rest of the world gets to see him. Well, I did not know that at all, Casey. You did not know that? Well, now you know. So Actually, you... I knew that. I was lying. I know. But... <laughs> I know, Carlos. I know. All right, if you have any feedback on this episode or any of other shows or any uh, show ideas that you'd like us to talk about, discussion topics, or guests you'd like us to have on the show, go ahead and send us an email at feedback at blindnewsstudios.com, or you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewsstudios, or you can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Goodbye.